0: Good evening, and welcome to From the AD's View. I'm your host, Dr. Cedric Brown. And before we get started, as always, um, I I want to give honor to God, who's the head of my life, because without Him, none of the things that I do would be possible. Um, as a father, as a professional, um, as a as a husband, none of those things would be possible. So I want to give honor to Him. And uh, as you can see, we have a special guest. On this show today, we have the assistant men's basketball coach at Southern Utah University, Mr. Allen Hansen. What's going on, coach? How are you?
1: I'm great. I'm great. How about you?
0: Oh, man, if I was any more blessed, I'd be twins, man. So you know how that is. So real quick, coach, before we go into uh, uh, more in depth in this, uh, have a few quick things I want to uh, ask you about really quick. Coach what does leadership for NCAA student athletes mean to you in a couple words?
1: For student athletes leadership means accountability, focus and dedication.
0: okay all right and uh, and then how special is it for you to be an assistant men's basketball coach at the uh, division one level in a few words
1: it's it for me it's a it's a it's a goal. Um, it's a goal for me to to continue my journey to my ultimate goal of being a head coach.
0: Absolutely. And uh, as the viewers will find out that this is a very uh, talented young man and uh, he will attain that goal. And then uh, the last uh, topic question that I have for you, Coach, and this is going to be kind of difficult because I'm only going to let you give me one word and I'll let you think about it a little bit. In one word, what does fatherhood mean to you?
1: Greatness.
0: Greatness. Okay. And uh, to our viewers, these topics and more on From the 80s View. Let's get it. Welcome back. Welcome back. Um, Let's bring our guest. Uh, Mr. Al Hanson, Alan Hanson, back into the show, uh, Coach. Uh, again, um, new new to Southern Utah University, um, not new to college basketball. Um, you were a student athlete. You were a uh, uh, you did your your graduate assistant work there. You were a video uh, ops person you've been the uh, director of basketball operations and now you are one of three very talented uh, coaches on that go on the road and recruit Um, and you're one of of four or five talented coaches on um, on that staff with 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 Derek Jeter so can you share with our audience Coach Hanson, um, what does leadership look like for you in a student athlete? What what you know attributes do you look for? Uh, leadership attributes do you look for when you're recruiting the students? When you're mentoring the students and and things?
1: Um, I think that's that's a great question. I think um, leadership for me, when when speaking with student athletes and recruiting student athletes, um, I think. You look for someone with ultimate confidence, um, someone who's willing to tell them their peers no um, and and being accountable for their actions, both in their sport, in the in the community and in the classroom. So those are the things that I look for um, when seeking leaders um, to come and play a part of our program.
0: And that that is, you know, very admirable um, coach Hanson, because you are yourself and, and coach Tucker are two individuals that, you know, have been affiliated with, uh, coach Jeter, um, you know, and you more than, you know, than the others. Um, we've started, well, we didn't start it, but we have, um, continued to implement, um, at the, at the school, um, Student Athlete Advisory Committee, right? And uh, the representatives that are a part of that uh, that SAC committee, as as it's called in the NCAA, um, it was adopted in 1989 at the NCAA convention. And uh, I'm just going to uh, read a little bit of uh, of what the the SAC committee for those student athlete leaders are. Um, it ensures that the student athlete's voice is accounted for both educationally and athletically. Um, some of the leadership opportunities that they have are, um, they get to comment and react on legislative pr- proposals. Um, they get to um, talk about uh, issues of interest and actions that are in the division, whether it's division one, two or three, because they have it at all levels. They are part of student gover- governance Um, They're part of the president's council at the institution and they tend to go on to athletic administration. So coach Hanson, when you are looking for leaders in programs like that, SAC and student governance and president's council, um, you, you said that you're, you're looking for someone that will lead and not afraid to tell their peers no and things like that. But when you were the captain, Um, And you played at uh, University of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. You know, what what were you what what characteristics were looked at from you, for you, from Coach Jeter. Right. And now what are you looking for when you when you want to put your student athletes in different leadership roles?
1: Um, I think for me, um, leadership has kind of just been a natural a natural characteristic that I've, I've always kind of embodied every sport I've played, I've taken on that leadership role, Um, whether it's basketball, I, I was a point guard football. I was a quarterback baseball. It was a pitcher. Um, And, and I've always kind of held those positions amongst my teams and been captains on every team I've played on. Um, So those are some of the things I kind of, take along outside of sports as well, um, embracing leadership, embracing um, conversations that aren't necessarily the best with your peers, being able to say what's right and what's wrong. Um, and I think those are kind of the difficult things that leaders have to face when, when they're having those conversations. Um, but that's that's something that I feel is very important. And then being accountable, not just talking about it, but being about it um, through your work ethic and through through your friendships and and your conversations.
0: And I can attest to that in in watching um, your career now and uh, getting to know you and understanding who you are and, um, you know, seeing the relationships that you build with the student athletes and, you know, I'm, I'm older than you, right? But you, you are an old soul. You're, you're some, you're someone that, that has that old school, you know, cut from that old cloth type of, of, of thinking. And, uh, as we talked about your, your mom and your dad, uh, growing up, you said that they instilled, those things in you right and you you said one mama she didn't play she she did not play you know and uh wanted you to be the young man that you are today um i i look at you specifically because i can interact with you um almost each day and i can attest that the things that you're talking about right now coach hansen uh are actually are true Right, because I, I watch how you move, and you ask a lot of questions, and and they're good questions, and they're you know you can tell that you're engaged, and that you want to be a better professional, and you want your student athletes to be better as well. Um, when it comes to um, putting together a plan and a philosophy for those student athletes, how much autonomy? Do you have as a young uh, assistant coach to um you know following what coach Jeter wants and then you also have the autonomy sometimes to put some of you know your experience in, in into it. What is it like being a an assistant coach at the Division 1 level coach Hanson?
1: I think for me I I've, I've been I've been very fortunate to uh, in, in my young college coaching career to to be a, an assistant for someone who I've played for, mm-hmm. um, so I think that's been very important for me um, to be able to work for a, a mentor of mine, um, someone who I've played for and watched evolve and and have great success at this level. So, I I kind of get the I get the little sneak peek because I've played for him and I know what he expects. There's certain things um I've been through everything that he looks for. Um I know how to handle you know some days that aren't the best um as a as a athlete, as a player of his and as a uh an assistant and someone on a support staff for him. So I kind of know what he looks for, knows, knows what he doesn't like. And um so I just try to make sure everyone on staff and the players um, everyone a part of our family just kind of are aware and know what's expected to make the transition easy to get to understand what he's looking for.
0: Yeah, and because early on in your career, right, um, in, in conversations that we've had, many conversations that we've had, you were the first recruit of Shaka Smart um, that was a, a, at that time under Coach Pearl, I believe, correct? Bruce Pearl.
1: Wow. Well, I- Coming out of high school, I actually signed to play at the University of Akron.
0: At Akron, okay.
1: At the time, Shaka Smart was an assistant coach um in the same role that I am in now. Um, and he recruited me and I actually signed to play at the University of Akron. And I was the first kid that first student athlete that he signed um to play basketball. So
0: now and 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 then later on we realized the type of uh philosophy that shaka smart had vcu you know then he you know he takes the job uh you know and then eventually ends up at texas and now at um back in milwaukee right now at marquette correct Correct. is that where he's at now okay and you know understanding what a coach wants because that leadership that that shaka smart has because with that havoc defense full court man-to-man running jump right it's not you put student athletes in a good position to run particular particular uh defenses like that you have to have a leader on that floor right you got to have that point guard that can lead them um how do you you determine the 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 responsibility and the autonomy that you're going to give to your student athletes as an assistant coach
1: i think the biggest thing is is getting to know each student each athlete um and understanding their makeup understanding what buttons to press with them um and 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 figuring out what kind of makes them go what makes them tick and those from there you you you're able to tell which guys are capable of handling which roles and which guys are capable of handling a leadership role. Um, And for me, um, just being a leader in all areas of my life, I just, I just try to draw some type of connection with the student athletes and and go from there.
0: Okay. And, you know, um, in some of the conversations, you know, you are, as I am a very competitive uh, young man and uh, I, you know sometimes student athletes you know want to get in a shooting contest with oh, y'all coach you can't shoot you can and I and, and I hear you often like you know don't write no check you know that your backside can't cash you know uh you know playing around with them because you know you get your feelings hurt you know I have bragging rights over you and everything so what what types of of uh experiences did you have as a young player that you're using now to help you be uh, a more efficient assistant coach?
1: Um, I think for me, just every day, just knowing I wasn't the most talented um, student, the most talented athlete, um, I just had to pretty much go off of my work ethic. Um, and for me, that's what's gotten me to this point in my life, um, whether it's in my career, uh, whether it's with my family, whether in all areas of my life, just just giving it my all um, and just living with the results um, because I'm, I'm competitive. And I've always had the mindset to refuse to be outworked um, and just relying on faith and my work, work ethic and just letting and, and just giving it my best and, and, and going from there and living with the results.
0: Well, I, I'm a I'm a, a, a firm uh, witness to that, uh, Coach Hanson, because I've, I've watched you in, in the short period of time that uh, we've gotten to know each other and that we are building our relationship. And uh, you are definitely, you know, what I call a, a 40 under 40. You know, you're one of those top 40 guys in the country that are on the rise as a young assistant coach under 40 years old. And uh, I thoroughly believe that uh, under Rob Jeter's guidance that you're going to get there. Uh, Coach Hanson, stay with us because uh, our, our last segment is going to be a very special one. Um, you are watching From the 80s View. We'll be back right after this break.
1: Water it's everywhere. We drink it. We bathe with it. We cook with it. Coffee's made with water. Toilets won't flush without it. It's used for washing clothes, dishes, utensils, pots, pans, floors, and our teeth. Plants and crops need water, animals drink it, and fish need it too. And don't forget, we can have a lot of fun in the water. Water. What would we do without it?
0: From the creative team that brought you The Browning Project and Dead by Morning comes a new thriller that will change the way you look at white collar crime forever. Falling from the Sky. I'm Leon Thomas with the Leon Thomas group podcast, virtual events, webinars, streaming shows, and so much more. We want to be your partner in all things virtual. Welcome back to the show. Uh, before we bring our guests back, I'd like to uh, talk about uh, something that's special to me, um, my book. Um, I was blessed to write um, a book, uh, my, my dissertation, and turned it into um, a research book um, on how Black men overcome racial barriers in the status quo in NCAA institutions. Um, it was a enlightening uh, project that I was able to complete. Uh, I I was able to garner um, several different uh, mentors uh, through that, and there are mentors that are with me to this day. Um, this book is on amazon.com, and if you scan the QR code on the screen throughout the rest of the show, you'll be able to um, um purchase the book uh, if you so choose and uh, if you do that I appreciate the support um let's bring oh if you want to get in contact with me um please uh, you can reach me on my website at uh, cedricmbrown.org you can reach me there or you can reach me on my linkedin uh as cedric m brown comma, phd and then finally, you can reach me on my new email, which is from the ADsview at gmail.com. At any given time, if you reach out to me, um, I'd be happy to speak with you, happy to talk to you about my book um, or anything you know, related to sport management or intercollegiate athletics. I'd love to sit down and chat with you. And uh, I am also available for uh guest appearances for speaking and things like that. So let's bring back coach Hanson, coach Hanson, buddy. Um, you and I do a, 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 lot of joking all the time. Uh, I, I guess I'm known around the the office as, as CeeLo and, uh, you're, you're known around the office as, uh, uh, the, the Kevin and Imp- part, the Kevin Hart imposter. Right. Um, but we have a, we have a good time and and it's all about family, right? It's all about, we talk about, you know, the ability to laugh, right? Because some of the things that we deal with through the course of the day, um, we deal with heavy things, right? We deal with trying to help student athletes matriculate and trying to help student athletes deal with the daily grind, both mentally and physically of, being a student athlete at the division one level, right? All the pressures and, you know, all the rigors that happen as they're going through um, their daily grind of their courses, you know, going through the, the daily grind of the workouts that you all put together for them. And, you know, and then the expectations that coach Dieter has of the program, um, which leads to you being a quote unquote, father figure to these young men and uh being someone there for them to help build character and help them you know stay on a um, you know to keep their moral compass north facing um what does fatherhood mean to you coach Hanson because you you you're a new papa you're a new papa you know you got the little man so what does fatherhood mean to you describe what it means
1: Fatherhood for me um, means everything. Um, to officially, you know, now be a father, I have a two-year-old son just turned two, um, back in September, um, and it, it's just, it's just been the greatest blessing. Um, it's given me so much more drive um, to to keep to keep pushing, to keep striving, to achieve my goals, um, to keep been an example of, of what I would like for him to see the ultimate competitor and ultimate goal-driven uh, father um, and husband. So it means everything to me.
0: And and seeing you, you know, with your little man, um, you can tell that you all are building a, a great relationship between you all. And, uh, and he spent some time around, well, spends a lot of time around the team, but he spent some time around, you know, us, uh, you know, uh, outside of the team. And you can just see that um, he is a very uh, happy, you know, little boy. What experiences do you take from your father in the rearing you know, in your childhood, what experiences have you taken from that and then put them into you as now you're raising your son?
1: Uh, that, that's that's a great question, um, because it's something that I think about quite often. Um, I lost my father five years ago um, and my father was my best friend throughout my entire life. So um, just just trying to have an open line of communication, um, a friendship, um, and just a natural a natural happiness and nothing that's too serious to where, um, even though he's only two, I want him to have a level of comfort. Um, because that's what I had with my father growing up, where my father had a relationship with me to where he only needed to tell me once how to go about things. And, and I took that very serious. And at the same time, we had a relationship that was, I wouldn't say a friendship, but he was my best friend, but I understood, I understood the role he played in my life.
0: Absolutely. And and you play that role for many of the student athletes that you've had here in the present and that you had in the past. When you were a head coach at the at the high school level, right? And you know those relationships are important. Some young people grow up without a father in the household. Uh-huh. They grow up some not knowing their father. Uh, fortunately, we have those that grow up with their father in the household, right? And sometimes it can be challenging, right? Because, you know, even though little man has a, a great demeanor and he has a, a, an awesome smile and he's always, you know, laughing and things like that and always has a ball in his hand, some type of ball in his hand all the time. What are some of the challenges that you faced <laughs> in your young fatherhood, Coach Hanson?
1: Um. Uh, I face, I face some challenges. I think for me, just he's getting to that age now to where he's just going, going, going and me having to sacrifice Sunday football me having to sacrifice certain things, um, to go do things that he would like to do. So, um, those are some challenges that I'm facing or I'm currently facing in the past. He's kind of, getting ready to graduate from the diapers, but I've had some bad diaper days, man. (laughs) Those, those were challenging. Did you
0: get, did you get blessed with the golden shower?
1: I didn't get the, I got the golden shower once, but it wasn't, it wasn't as bad as, as the, as the other way and having to take him right to the bathtub. And I was on father do daddy duty all by myself. So (laughs) that's that story. Definitely. Uh Something to me for sure. So, that was right. an ultimate challenge,
0: and uh, and your bride wasn't around to to help you, and uh, you know I I, I imagine you know sometimes she's like she'll close the door and be like hey you know <laughs> let him, let him let him deal with that like like she don't even hear you that's funny that yeah. is funny this so morning, go ahead. ahead go ahead
1: this, this morning I had that experience to where she loves gymnastics and um, Simone Biles was on and she said hey when he gets up he's on you today whatever you whatever you gotta do he's on you simone biles is on so i had to take over father duty and he woke up on 10.
0: right right and i see uh i have one of my former players here assistant coach at uh uh you know in division one level anthony white jr um you know he has uh nieces uh and you know and and uh and he's had some situations where he had some bad diaper days as well <laughs> uh, and he's you know down at charleston southern um thanks for uh for commenting anthony um had some challenges right so uh and i'm gonna take the obvious one out of it other than your baby boy being born right what is the most um pleasant or awesome thing about fatherhood
1: just seeing just seeing the just seeing me at that at that point in in life um just from hearing my my family and everyone just talk about how that was me um just a lot of those mannerisms and energy and smile just being able to see you at an age when you didn't know i think that that for me and to see him naturally just gravitate towards sports towards basketball one like one of his first words he's ever said was buckets so buckets buckets buckets, buckets. so that that for me is just so gratifying and I'm grateful to have to have a, a son who who resembles me and, and has a lot of my personality
0: yes resembling is is a great word, because when you see little man, you see Big Al. Absolutely. And uh, Anthony, I see you. I love you, too, uh, uh, young fella. And uh, that's another one. Anthony White Jr. was on the show um, in the f- first season of uh, of our podcast. And uh, he's another 40 under 40 that we're going to be, um, you know, hearing from and uh, and watching. Um Last thing before we uh, we close this episode, um, Al, I always, you know, talk to my guest um, about, um, you know, what faith means to them or spiritualness means to them. And in many of the talks that you and I have had, you know, uh, in your upbringing with your parents and and things like that, can you share a little bit of what faith means to you?
1: And that aspect has come a lot from my grandmother, who I consider my best friend. Um, she's instilled faith in me at a very young age, and she stayed on me to continue to just believe um, and just use faith as as something that's going to help me get to my ultimate goal um, and rely on faith and my hard work and my dedication and everything and my goals will be accomplished. So faith means everything to me. Faith carries me day in and day out. Faith is the reason I'm the man I am today. Um and faith is is going to help me get to where I I want to ultimately get to.
0: And you will get there, coach. I I do believe that. Uh you have a um a great mentor um in the the person that uh, you work with each day and Rob Jeter um, couldn't be a, a better man um, for you in your life again as you know somebody that you played for now somebody that you work side by side with now um, and uh, he he's he's shared some some things about faith and things like that that we you know we talk about often and it's um, it's enlightening and it's, um, you know, it's thoughtful to have uh, colleagues around that, um, you know, and we don't get deep into it. You know, we just we, we know and we understand. And, um, Coach, if people wanted to get in contact with you, right, they want Coach Hansen to come and and speak to the, you know, um, a group or they just want to share some experiences and things like that. How can they get a hold of you, Coach?
1: Uh, my email, Hansen at suu.edu. Um, I also have an ex, formerly Twitter account, um, alan underscore the number one, two. Um, those are the primary um, means of the way to get a hold of me. Um, I'm pretty active on responding to emails promptly and X. Um, so if you have any questions or any conversation, um, you can reach me at both of those locations.
0: And there's no real significance to the the twelve or, or the one, two, right, coach. There's no real significance to that. It's just something that you 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 know, you came up with your your Twitter account and you just chose that, right? Yeah, I that, got that right?
1: That's that's my basketball number um, <laughs> since I was since I was a young fella. Um and it's it's just one, two. The way life starts, one, two, first two things, you know, um, counting to three. So one, two.
0: Absolutely. Meeting. Absolutely. Well, Coach Hanson or, you know, little bro in, in the office. um, I truly appreciate you coming on the show and sharing your experiences and sharing your wisdom and your knowledge. Um, uh, did you have anything else before? We got off the phone. I mean, we got off the, the air that you wanted to uh, talk about real quick.
1: I do have my book. <laughs> um, I'm looking forward to getting started with it. Um, I got the special edition. Looking forward to it. Thank you, big bro. I appreciate you for taking the time and allowing me on the show and, and helping me out day in and day out and being that big mentor for me. And I I, I greatly appreciate it. And I'm thankful for our relationship.
0: Well, it's, it's important that, you know, you, you pay forward things that you receive from others. And uh, as you can see on the screen, if you scan the QR code on the screen, um, you can get in contact. Um, you can purchase the book on Amazon.com uh, if you so choose. So and if you do, I really do appreciate your support. So, again, uh, Al, I want to thank you for being a part of the show. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, as I close in, uh, in my, my closing monologue, I just want to um, say that I want to really, uh, my heart pours out to um, the, you know, the DMV uh, there at Bowie and there at Morgan and the things that they've gone through um, over the last, you know, 72 hours or so. And then, um, coach Bozeman losing his son, uh, within the last 10 days, um, not going to get real heavy on you, uh, with regards to, um, you know, guns and things like that. Uh, I am a, a person that, uh, uh, believes in the second amendment. And I'm also a person that believes that, we do need to, you know, have some things done so that we can prevent uh, senseless killings like this um, in, in our country, um, because no one deserves to die um, at the hands of, of of a person that just doesn't care about life. Um, and, uh, and, you know, I hope that we can, as a country, can come together and figure it out uh, because we do have you know, amendments that, uh, are constitutional that I believe that we should, um, follow. And, and then, uh, as a people, we do have, you know, uh, ways to, uh, to vote, to have things better for us. So, uh, I, my heart goes out. Um, my producer, uh, Mr. Leon Thomas, uh, lives in the DMV and, uh, he's somebody that's active in the community all the time. And my heart goes out to him, too, because these are individuals that, you know, he might know or he might be a couple of degrees from separation of knowing. And so um, I really want to make sure that um, uh, they understand that the thoughts and the prayers uh, from from the ad's view is going out uh, continually to those families. Um, again, I thank you all for joining the podcast We can be seen each Sunday evening at 630 Central, 730 Eastern Standard Time for more open and honest discussions from the A.D.'s view. Good night and God bless.